Hello, everybody. Welcome to Standard Definition here on Bosch Network. I'm your host, and I say excited, Eddie V. Joining me, Lindsey Gray, an actress, role model. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can uh, go with actress and role model. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing great. Uh, we sh- both share a friend in common, uh, Mr. Devin Cox from uh, the Devin Cox Experience. Uh, so I just want to give him a shout out. He's everywhere. I, I don't. I don't even know how Del- Delvin does it. He is literally everywhere at the same exactly. time. <laughs> he's doing one of my numbers back in my podcast older uh earlier podcast days i was just everywhere like on people like so many people's shows and stuff but now that i'm older i kind of you know calm down on all of that but yeah he's he's always doing a podcast recorder somewhere i'm like sit down <laughs> yeah i'm like sit down and, and enjoy life and he's like i've got to record this and i've got to record this and i'm like you need to calm down like you're busier <laughs> than me and i'm an actress come on Yes. Making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, today's topic is: Do we miss spoof movies or parody films? And is Airplane the number one spoof movie? Uh, we're going to get into it. But uh, Lizzie, can you give us some background about you? Well, I am originally from Virginia. I now live out in Los Angeles, California, where I am an actress. Um, My last film is actually on Amazon Prime, and it is called Crypto Legacy. Ooh. Crypto Legacy. Yeah, and I actually have a um, commercial coming out uh, in a couple of months for a really good cause called Help the Homeless. So I'm really excited to be involved with that. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, um, everybody, we're going to get into this topic. Um, Lizzie, what what was your first like parody film that you ever ever saw or spoof movie? Oh, um, it was probably. God, that's a good question. The first one that comes to mind, and I don't remember if it's actually the first one, but the first one that comes to mind is Scary Movie. But I don't uh, think it's the first like spoof movie I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw Airplane before that. But I'm not 100%. So we're going to go with Scary Movie. Yeah. Uh, for me, it, it has to be Airplane. But I also remember Spaceballs and Hot Shots. Uh, I remember Spaceballs. I've seen it. I remember Hot Shots. I've seen it. Um, I remember like all the Naked Gun movies. I mean, (laughs) anything that, you know, Leslie Nielsen has done is a spoof movie. I mean, I loved Dracula Dead and Loving It. That was probably one of my favorite movies growing up as a child. I got so excited when it would come, you know, it would come on TV during Halloween. So... Actually, I think that's my first spoof movie that I ever saw was Dracula, Dead and Loving It. You, know, I've never seen it. <gasps> you have to see it. He's got my favorite line in there where he calls <laughs> he calls the guy a nincompoop, and I love that word. I don't know why. It is like nincompoop is like one of my favorite favorite terms. I have no idea why, but I just love it, and I just I start giggling every time I hear it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's on my list to watch. Uh, well, everybody, like, p- 
parody films. <laughs> Just to guys, you know, give you guys a big hiss about about it. But um, a parody film or spoof movie is a subgenre of comedy film that parodies other film genres or films. Uh, as pistachios, uh, works pistachios works created by imitation of the style of many different films resemble uh, reassembled together. Although the subgenre is often overlooked by critics. Parody films are com- uh, comedy profitable at the box office. Well, I don't know about now, but um, it seems that a lot of it started in the 1900s. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, Baffled was the first one. Uh, and then just like, there's just been tons of them throughout the years. Uh, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles too. Like, <laughs> he... I was actually talking to someone the other day about Blazing Saddles, and I'm like, you know, with the new cancel culture, and I, I, I say new, they, they've been around for a couple of years. They could not get away with a movie like that now. <laughs> and it's really sad because that movie was just genius in, like, so many ways, and it's just a great movie, and the fact that it just couldn't get made nowadays is just really sad. When they was hiring the uh, villains, and two of the clan members came, (laughs) 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 I fell out laughing. I'm like, wait a minute. This is the Wild West Wise the clan. (laughs) (laughs) I still say my favorite part is, where are the white women at? (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) I am a white woman, and I quote that all the time i could be out in like just the most dangerous part of la not that i hang out in the most dangerous part of la but i will literally be like where do white women at like (laughs) randomly uh and that that whole thing was just hilarious gene hackman just bringing him out and telling him, telling them to come over, and and they follow, and then they beat them up to steal their clothes. That was ridiculous. And then the one lady, the uh, singing Germans doing her uh, cabaret song, "I'm Tired." Oh yes, that movie is so good. There's so many great quotable moments in that movie. It's just, ah, uh, it's it's just it's sad that. You know that movie would offend people nowadays. It's it's just such a great movie, and it's it's got a great cast. I mean, yeah, yeah. And just the part where they're uh, you know, they're doing their dance dance number and they practice it. And the director calls them a certain uh, slur word. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, I'm like, oh, this definitely was the period of his time because <laughs> I, I, my mouth was a gate. Uh, seeing that, um, but yeah, another one, Clue, was a good one. I liked. I, I actually, Clue is my favorite board game. Um, and I really liked the movie. I mean, I love Tim Curry and almost everything. So, um, yeah, I loved Clue. I remember watching it on the when I was a kid. Uh, yes, uh, Clue was. I, I didn't know that it had multiple endings to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely did. It was kind of like the game, how it could have multiple endings. So it was really neat how they did that. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but do you do you miss, like, parody movies nowadays? 
I do. Um, just because, like, I grew up on them. Like, my parents were, you know, into, like, the the comedies. National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, um, Vegas yeah. Vacation, European Vacation, Vacation. Um, I I grew up with a lot of like comedy in in the, in my house with my parents, so I loved, you know, parody movies. I think the parody movies that I remember the most, of course, were from the late '90s to the early 2000s because I, I feel like there was we were just blasted with like so many parody parody movies during that time. I mean, you had what was it scary movie like one two and then three and then you had yeah. like not another teen movie yeah there's a couple of others too and i'm just like wow we had so so much during that one period in time yeah it was you know epic movie uh we had um i know what you uh no uh what's the uh rodriguez juice in the hood uh oh don't be a menace to self yes. while drinking your juice in the hood <laughs> i love that movie <laughs> oh that movie had me in stitches the the break dancing in church <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love my favorite part is when he opens the the <laughs> the door to his um his mail truck and he's got the the missile inside and he's like do we have a problem <laughs> and it's ussr <laughs> and they were just like what yeah, yeah that that movie was great uh that i uh wasn't they what was they was making uh, a joke of friday because that one girl she came in and she turned around, and I think they put a fart sound in it because <laughs> they said that she was she was trying to be Janet Jackson or something. I was just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was definitely making fun of Friday, which I love the movie Friday. Um, I mean, everybody who's in my generation loves you know, needs to love the movie Friday. Friday is just a phenomenal movie. But when they came out with you know, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your mm -hmm. juice in the hood. I mean. It, it just made you appreciate Friday a little bit more. It was like, I actually went to go see that movie Friday with my sister and my cousin. And we, I, the wee smell that was in that mug, it was, I was, I was just like, <laughs> I just do not care at all. It was a good movie. It was funny and everything, but I just didn't expect everybody just smoking weed in the theater and the people at the movie theater they didn't do nothing they were just like you know what let them smoke i mean yeah it was kind of, it's kind of one of those movies that you know they know what's gonna happen so they're just like meh just just let them do whatever they want right and nobody was fighting or anything uh at it well i, I gotta ask you what is it about spoof movies that you appreciate uh you know or have have you ever wanted to act in a spoof movie? Oh, I definitely like that is one of my things that I want to do. I definitely want to be in a spoof movie. I had always wanted to be in a horror movie and I've been in a horror movie. So now I'm like, I want to be in a spoof movie. I don't care if it's a horror movie, spoof movie, mm -hmm. as long as it's comedy. I just I, I really do want to do a spoof movie. I think the the thing that I love about spoof movies is that they're so 
they're so genius at how they take like six other movies and mm-hmm. take the storylines from those six movies cram them all together and make this like comedy movie that actually makes sense because you know you're taking six different stories and trying to make sense of them and i think that that's what's really cool about the spoof movies is that it it's it shows a side of hollywood that's not too serious and yeah. everybody looks at hollywood and they're like oh hollywood's so serious hollywood's so serious it is but i think with the spoof movies it shows like the the fun side of of hollywood and you know, comedy in general. I mean, just comedy is just a. It makes you feel good. It makes you, you know, it, it's it's a great, you know, mood impress. You know, it, it helps your mood. It makes you happy. It it helps depression. So I think spoof movies are just are great with that because you can literally. I, there's been times that I've been like, I just want to be lazy today, and I'll mm-hmm. go on HBO Max and I'll find like a spoof movie and I'll put it on and I'll just watch it. And it's just one of those movies that you can watch over and over and over and still laugh at the same parts because they're so ridiculous. Yes. Yes. I, and I, I love them because the same way, just watching them and laughing at it and seeing how they take something serious. Like, the comedic timing and sometimes the visual jokes just get to me. And it's just like, you, some of the stuff that you take, you sometimes use it as like real life like uh you'll see something and react like it was a spoof movie in a sense uh and everything and i i just enjoy them um like when i every time i i, I look at the naked gun and stuff and i see like anything with a bunch of stairs the first minds come to is oj and the wheelchair going down the stairs flipping over and i'll just bust out laughing um uh, you know uh with airplane uh, when uh, when he said, don't call me Cheryl, <laughs> and everything. That is my favorite part of the whole movie of Airplane. I quote that all the time. I, I constantly say, surely you can't be serious. And then I'll just finish the quote and everybody's looking at me like, what? And I'm like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't seen. I did, you know, the, the one thing about spoof movies is, is that when you rewatch it, you catch the stuff that you miss the first time. Yes, you definitely do. Because in Airplane, I when the beginning of Airplane, when the men and the women are doing the announcements for the arrivals and departures, I didn't pay attention that they was actually arguing at one point. Oh, you didn't catch that? <laughs> I didn't. I never <laughs> caught that. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Let me rewind this. Because you get so used to that they're just calling out times and stuff. And you're just used to it. And then when you realize, you be like, wait a minute. They're actually arguing like they're a married couple. <laughs> like, wait, what? That's actually funny. that I, I knew that they were arguing because you can kind of like... But I can see why it would be hard to, to notice that as well. Because it is kind of... It's very subtle. And that's like the best thing about like spoof movies is that some of their... Some of their jokes are in your face. Yes. And they're great. And some of them are so subtle. And it does take a couple of times to watch the movie for you to see that. Yes. Because he's just like... The landing for Florida is at the blue gate. And this is like, no, the landing for Florida is at the red gate. Sherry, 
the lady is at the blue, and it's just like, oh my god! <laughs> and then they start going off about their problems that they had. And I'm just like, oh wow! I I never caught that till I rewatched it. Like I literally sat down and watched Airplane to be like, let me catch all the jokes because I know I am missing something in this movie and everything. Uh, yes. So, uh, I I, I, I gotta ask you, um. What kind of spoof movie would you want to do? do you, would you want to like spoof a horror movie, uh, or would you like to do something like Hot Shots where they're spoofing like uh, they're spoofing uh, Rambo and uh, Top Gun and all of these movies, like real known movies? Like I think I would like to do something like Scary Movie because mm-hmm. I really want to work with the Wayne's Brothers. I think that they're just. Their style of comedy is so golden, um, and I would love to be a part of that. Um, and I love horror movies. Horror movies are, like, my thing. Like, I'm obsessed with horror movies. There's probably not a horror movie I haven't seen. Steve uh, Camp. Yes, I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I never knew about that movie, too. I, I was listening to How Did This Get Made. And I watched the movie on YouTube at the here and there episode, and I'm like, "What is this craziness?" And I watched it. I must have fell out laughing so many times just pausing it. Oh yeah, that that it, it's a great scary movie, but it's also kind of like really. But it's one of those '80s like scary movies. So mm-hmm. you know, all '80s scary movies they they have a place. They have a they they have a moment in our in our lives. They're not like masterpieces, but they're iconic. Everybody knows 80 scary movies. If if you don't, I you are like not living life. Um, but I would love to be in a a spoof horror movie just because, like I said, I love horror movies and I would like to do the whole comedy thing. And there's a lot of times that I find myself watching horror movies and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, don't go that way. Run the other way, bitch. Run the other way. <laughs> and I just, I, I would just like to do that. I would like to be, you know, because, you know, I, like I said, I've been in a horror movie. I'd like to be in a spoof. It's 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 weird about horror movies because you're always yelling at the TV screen. Like, you could, like, you, it's, it feels like it's a natural reaction that you're yelling at them to do something else because it's logical. But I'm just like, no, this is this is already recorded. This is a fictional movie. Everything is planned out. They're supposed to die in whatever manner. And what we say is not going to help the situation. It's not going to change anything. But you still scream at the TV. Exactly. Like, no, bitch, don't go that way. It is... It's Because I was watching... Um, uh, the... Um, what are those movies uh, where death is that where they escape death? Um, oh, it, Final Destination. Final Destination, and I actually saw the third one because I think the third one is with the roller coaster, with it. Uh, and I was just like, okay, I whatever they're doing that they go to, that is going to be their way of dying, you know. And some of the shots and, and everything, and I kind of be like, okay. If I know that death is trying to get me and I escaped it, I'm going to try to get a job at home where I could just work on a computer. I'm not trying to leave my house. Uh, <laughs> I'll order food if I have to or order groceries to come. I am not trying to die. 
and they're just like, well, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift. I'm like, wait a minute, don't go. Like, it, it's amazing with some horror movies and everything. I think the ones I don't like in the horror movies is when you don't know who the killer is. Oh, really? I think those are, like, kind of, like, the coolest. Those are the ones that I like to watch in the dark. Um, <clears throat> but with Final Destination, like, I love roller coasters. I, I do, too. I'm, I'm so quick to get on a roller coaster. But don't think for one second that every time I'm on a roller coaster and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for, like, the safety check and everything, that the scene from Final Destination goes through my head going, this could be it. This could be my final destination every time and every time I still get on a roller coaster. I, I will be honest with you. I cannot get behind a, a truck on the interstate who is carrying, <gasps> like, logs i oh. cannot get behind one of those i have to speed up and get in front of them because final destination destroyed an entire generation and gave an entire generation a fear of logging trucks that's 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 final destination final destination too that's uh, that opening was amazing I've never seen anything like that, even in an action movie or something. I'm like, how? I'm like, this has to cost about a million dollars itself for this to happen. Yeah, I, I just, I cannot, I cannot get behind a logging truck. And I've seen, I've seen quite a few people on social media, you know, talk about the same thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that movie really destroyed an entire generation. I can't I can't walk into a dark room that has a mirror in it because of Tony Todd, aka Candyman. Like uh. he ruined mirrors in the dark for he made my childhood great because I remember watching Candyman when I was, you know, a kid. Um, and I loved it. That's you know, I, I just I grew up loving horror movies. Um yeah. but Tony Todd just ruined me. I have to have a nightlight in my bathroom and I have to have it on all night because I cannot walk by a mirror in a dark room. It freaks me out. And that's Tony Todd's fault. Yeah, Candyman I've never seen. That's another <gasps> one I've never seen. You gotta see Candyman. Oh my goodness. It's such a good movie. It's such a good... Uh, Tony Todd is just so scary. I adore him. He's he's a phenomenal actor. I yes. I would love to work with him. But man, he just he something about him just he makes the perfect villain. So you might get mad at me for this one. But did you ever see the movie It Follows? Yes. I do not like that movie. I yelled tremendously throughout that movie and i just i i could not do it at, for that movie i there was I, there was one part that i felt like it, it it just like upset me like it was the scare it was on the sense of scaring me of putting a sheet over somebody and saying boo wiggly wiggly like i i yeah. was frustrated about it follows I, couldn't, no, I, like, I get it. I, I would agree with you on that. On on that, it was it was a frustrating movie. Because it's just like, what was? I, I never understood what was the purpose of this ghost killing them. 
you know, or, or this curse. They, I don't think they gave it a good explanation on why it was happening. Yeah, I would agree with that. It wasn't a very, um, it was kind of a movie that was all over the place and really didn't give a lot of explanation. Yeah, it's just like, I'll pass the curse down to you because I slept with you. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, that. well, if that's the case. <laughs> right. And they were just like, well, we'll just meet some uh, some hooker. I'm like, but if the ghost kills the hooker, then they, doesn't it like revert back to that person? It's just like that whole thing was weird. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's horror movies out there that their whole premise alone is like, what? I mean, look at Jason X. Was oh Jason my in space. I mean, come on, really? Like, are we really gonna take a serial killer like Jason Voorhees into space? I don't think so. Well, she did put Freddy. They put Freddy Krueger in the Nintendo's like game and killed to kill somebody. And oh, I was he just like, the power glove. Yeah, I was just like, oh my goodness, they really are just they. They took Nightmare of Ill Street to so many levels. Like the first one is really scary, really creepy. The second one, I love the intro where they fall asleep on the bus and the bus is on some kind of hill and it's tittering back and forth. Oh, yes, yes. And, and then they started making it goofier, like the, the Night Warriors and oh, the Dream Warriors and all of this. And I'm just like, okay, this, this storyline has just gotten way out of hand. See, I actually, I, I am a... I'm a huge Robert England fan. Like, yes. huge. I I love him. I think he is a phenomenal actor. He's he's great in everything. I mean, he's kind of like the father of horror at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, Freddy Krueger is <clears throat> one of my favorite um, slashers. He's just, I, I think he's just great. Um, I liked... Nightmare on Elm Street 3 because it had the comedy to it but it also had you know the gore the the, mm-hmm. the stuff that you normally see with Freddy Krueger I mean it was such an iconic scene you know where he says welcome to primetime bitch and <laughs> shoves her head into the TV and she's yeah. like I mean that's such a if you literally if you say that to almost anybody they're going to know what movie that's from what scene it is they can they can literally visualize the scene in their head um and I liked I liked the fact that they that Freddy Krueger went from being you know, completely scary to having more of like a sense of humor. Now, I think after the third one, it got a little bit much, especially when they brought in the Nintendo Power Glove and um, and all that. I think it was a little much, but I I do it. I do enjoy Freddy Krueger's humor. Um, it's yes. it's kind of especially if you're gonna torment your victims right before you kill them. I mean, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, he got the great one-liners, and the kills are good. It was just like it, it, it just it felt like it changed throughout mid, uh, mid series in that because I used to also watch the TV show of A Nightmare on Elm Street as oh, a kid. Oh, I forgot they had the TV show. Yeah, they also had a Friday the Thirteenth TV show, which I never got to see. 
<laughs> I watched that one and it was eh, it was all right. It came on sci-fi. That's why I didn't get to see it. Okay. Which is weird. I'm like, why would sci-fi have a horror <laughs> kind of? I know it well, it's it's funny because the the uh Friday the 13th TV show had nothing to do with Jason Voorhees. It was almost kind of like um, the Twilight Zone meets Tales from the Crypt. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> like individual stories. And one story that I remember the most from the uh, Friday the 13th movie is about a killer blanket. Like, people would, like, this Amish community, I think it was Amish, uh, mm. people would sleep under this blanket and they they would dream, if they dreamed about killing somebody, it actually happened. That's like the only story I fully remember of the Friday the 13th TV series is is that story. I don't remember what it was called, but I just remember that story very vividly. I no idea why. Uh, okay. Um, man, Tales of the Crypt, that used to be the show on HBO. I used to watch. And then when it came to like Fox uh, television here in Illinois, but I went... Um, when it came out in the 90s, I used to watch it like every Friday because they, they would sometimes show uh, episodes on Friday and I think Sunday. But I would watch it Friday and just like just getting that half hour worth of horror and everything. And it was just done so good. And the Crypt, the crypt Keeper, he was just his the voice. It was just everything because uh, it reminded me of uh, uh, Creep Show. Yes. Yes, I re- I went as the Crypt Keeper one year for Halloween when I was a kid. Like, <gasps> I loved the Crypt Keeper. I thought he was just so phenomenal. And a, a lot of, like, actors and actresses got their start from there. I remember Demi Moore being in a Tales from the Crypt <gasps> uh, episode. Oh, my goodness. I forgot all about that. Yeah, she was – I remember her being in one. I, I'm pretty sure there's others, but I remember Demi being in one and – I don't remember what it, what the episode was about, but I do remember her being in one. See, Chris Show, uh, I love the, I want my cake. Give me yes. my cake. And the one with the roaches. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a bit much. Yeah, but I think one of my favorite, the most memorable one is the tar in the lake that was killing people. Okay, yeah, I remember. I, I I know which one you're talking about. That last shot where I think it's a guy that's running, or whoever the victim is, they're running, and it just rises up and takes them. Creature, <sighs> <sighs> old school horror is just some of the best. Um, it, it really is. Uh, uh, the uh, the killer clowns from outer space. Oh, I hate clowns. I'm just going to throw this out there. I hate clowns with a passion. I, they always jump out at me at haunted houses and I will scream like a little girl every time that they do, but I'm quick to go to the theaters to see it. Um, I mean, I watched both. I watched the new it and the Mm -hmm. original it, but I hate clowns. A lot of people do hate clowns. I I think they do nothing for me because of watching Batman, you know, with the Joker and, you know, seeing Batman beat up all these clowns. So I'm like, 
you guys don't scare me because like a superhero will beat you guys up. That's like my kind of thought to it. Like, my thought is nobody should be that happy. If you are that happy, something is seriously wrong and you need to step off. Or Krusty the Clown. Uh, well, he's an animated character, but yeah, I, I, I understand. So uh, we're going to get to like the second part because we're almost about to wrap up. Um, Airplane. Is it one of the best spoof movies, parody movies? I would say yes. It is definitely, if it's not the best, it's definitely in the top five. Yes, because I know some people might say Mighty Python and the Holy Grail, but I'm like, that's not a, that's just a comedy movie. That's like, it's nothing, it's, it's funny, but it's not a spoof movie. Like, it doesn't parry anything. I, I agree. I think Airplane is probably the best because it's some, it's, it's quotable. The flashback with, uh, him going to the club and, uh, uh, the Bee Gees come on. Staying alive and, and like that whole scene of the two women fighting for no apparent reason, and where she throws the girl her head in the jukebox, and all the sinners start dancing. Like this is ridiculous. It, it's it's yeah. so funny. It's such a quotable movie, and the only other movie I can think of that might tie with it is Blazing Saddles. But some people might say, well, Blazing Saddles really isn't a parody movie. I think it is. I, I think it's so out there and so mm. – and it, it kind of um, walks that very fine line, and I think that's what makes it a parody movie is that it does it does walk that fine line. It doesn't cross over you know, the line at all. It just walks it that, right down the middle, and I think that's what makes it a parody movie. And, and that's another one that's super quotable, but I would have to say Airplane's probably my favorite. Now, what about I'm going to get you, sucker? I haven't seen it. <gasps> that's with the uh, that's with the wings. Really? Yes. Okay, I guess I need to watch it tonight. You have got to watch it. There's a point where one of the guy he comes out as a pimp, and he has on the bottom of his uh shoes he has a water tank with fish in it. Those high heel kind of uh shoes. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's walking and one of the heels crush. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna get you sucker is one of them. It's All it's right. a really good one. When you see it, you're gonna be like, Oh my goodness, the jokes in here. <laughs> and you'll kind of see because it was before like in living color. Um uh, and, and everything, so you'll you'll get to see like the Wangs family all together uh, in, in that movie. It's I'm going to get you sucker. It's hilarious, um, but yeah, Airplane is just I, I think it's just such a top tier spoof movie because of all the jokes. Like the, when the, when the girl is playing the guitar, trying to sing to the kid <laughs> who has the vain thing, and then she pops it off, and the mom is still dancing, and the girl just like, Woo, help me, help me, and she's dying. Oh, it is just amazing. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a movie that, um, I have in my arsenal. If I'm having a bad day, that mm -hmm. airplane is definitely a movie that I'll watch because it's just, it's just one of those movies. 
Would you would you ever be like one of the people who was in a crowd when that plane is sliding to different landing areas and all and everybody's just like they get they're running to different ports trying to get to the airplane? Yes. I was just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, I I uh I might watch airplane. I think it's still on Netflix. Or maybe on Hulu, I think. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it on. Actually, I have it on iTunes. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm. I have it on iTunes, and I bought it on iTunes. That's what I was trying to say. Um, I'm gonna watch it after I watch. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Oh, you're going to love it. I, I, they're gonna find a lot of quotable stuff from that one, and <laughs> because Chris Rock is in it too. Oh no. <laughs> So, and when you see it, you understand why. But just say, all I can say is that he's in a rip joint. Okay. When you see when you see that whole scene, you're going to have to pause the movie, take time on Twitter to be like, I'm watching this part from I'm Going to Get You Sucker. And I have to meditate on what I just saw. Cause she's gonna be like, how? <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I think that's we're gonna wrap it up there, Lizzie. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Do you want to promote anything or plug anything? Well, um, I do you follow Crystal Storm? No, oh, okay. Well, you gotta follow Crystal because we actually have a an amazing audio drama. Called <gasps> Legacy. It's a Star Wars audio drama, <gasps> and I am I will be in one of the episodes. Well, actually, a couple of the episodes. Um, and my character is actually coming up soon. So oh, that's yes. It's called Legacy, a Star Wars audio drama, and you can find it on my um, Twitter page at Real Lindsay Gray. I will be following. I will be listening. We uh, for Boss Rush, we got a lot of Star Wars uh, fans, uh, so I'm going to be sharing and be like, you guys, you need to listen to this. You are definitely going to enjoy it. Oh, um, it's a, it's a great series. It's 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 got a huge following. It's such a good. It's such a great series, and the fact that it's Star Wars, but it has nothing. It it it's told from the Sith side. So it's actually really different from what you see on on Disney, which is really cool. Ooh, have you been watching the Disney ones? Oh, I am obsessed with Obi Wan. Uh, I got to catch up to it. Everybody's been watching it, and I just haven't taken the time to. Sit. I think I'm waiting for all the episodes to drop so I can sit down and just binge it all the way through. I've been hearing a lot of great things about Obi Wan. Oh, it's such, it is, it's so good. I can't help it. I have to watch it the day it comes out. And then, of course, like the, the rest of the week, I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people know that feeling. And everybody, that's going to be it for Standard Definition. I want to thank Lindsey Gray for joining me on this episode. You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can find Lindsey at uh, Real Lindsey Gray. Uh, you can check out more of Standard Definition on BossRush.net and on our YouTube page. Uh, we will see you guys next time for a great episode of Standard Definition. With that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody.